Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up? We back with another week of Virgos Know Everything. I go by the name of Big Will. And I'm Keith Jones. Mr. Did You Know What's Cracking? And in the place of my boy Murph, we got a very, very special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Peace. I'm Supreme Understanding. So you come in smooth and all that, you know what I'm saying? Peace. You know, yeah, I got to man. I got to change my ways. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, man. So uh, we usually start off with the weekend wrap ups. You know what I'm saying? What you what you get into this weekend, brother? Work. That's what's up. Work every day. Every, every day. day. No, no, it's a celebration. No. You know, sometimes work could be a celebration, man. You got to dread it. You know. If you're doing what you love, yeah, that's facts. a fact. You know, it's that's weekend fun too. They say if you do no. what you love, you never work a day in your life. No. You know, everybody's Spend spending up. money on the weekends. That's the perfect time to make money. Mm. Man, for real, I need see, to change my way. See, my man is a five percenter, man. He be, he gonna be hitting with some deep jewels throughout change, this. You know I what I'm saying? I was in, listen. I've been I've been waiting to have this conversation with him, and it just seems like it's the perfect time to have it. You know what I'm saying? But we we gonna get off into that. What you do this weekend, man? I uh, I gave my body away to the streets. <laughs> Facts. Like I need a new body, cause like <laughs> I gave it to Tito's. <laughs> like, like straight up, I went back to the I went back to the crib, man. I went back to St. Louis, man. As soon as I touched down, bro, wheels up. You heard me. And then I went straight. I went straight to the Chinese spot, bro. I got the I got the uh, half order fried plain fried rice with the crab ragoon and the shrimp St. Paul. Okay. Smack that. Sound sound like my talk. You know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. Grabbed a bottle of uh, Tito's with the fam. Uh, then went to White Castles. I hurt myself. That was suicide, bro. Yeah, it was suicide. I got the I got the number one with the cheese fries. Hey, put that in me. Oh, bro, yeah. I woke up the next day, cuz I was stopped up. You hear me? <laughs> stopped up, dog. Was hurt. I got the emos too, but like uh, my uncle turned uh, eighty, man. They pulled up for him too Yeah man As strong as an ox too I dapped him up He almost deboed me Like he <laughs> snatched my body bro Like he's he strong bro Like still moving around Healthy man Look good You know what I'm saying uh, uh, He's the um, inspector of, for, for Jennings bro so, oh yeah, he go around doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's crazy All the knowledge and wisdom he got bro Like especially if you're like 80 Like he got mm-hmm. Great grandkids And you know what I'm saying It's just, it's just beautiful to see uh, uh, Somebody you know Grow that old, bro, in, in style, you know what I'm saying, in grace. And uh, Sunday, man, just kick back. Man, that was the best. That's one of the best times I had in St. Louis in a long time, bro. Like, straight up, straight friends and family kicked it, ate good, had had the muscatoli. And the know, hey, people, like, people around the world, they don't really know yeah. what muscatoli is. I, I'm starting to think that's a St. Louis yeah. thing. Yeah. They just call it baked ziti. Is, 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 Say it again. They call it muscatoli, but it's called it, muscatoli. Yeah, it, it's 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 like ziti, but I it it, it just hit different. You yeah, know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it hit different. Like a, a lot of the ziti that I had, it it just it ain't the same. Yeah, it ain't the okay. same. I had the Tito's, the, not the Tito's, but the emos with the toasted raviolis, man. You know what I'm saying? The crack. Yeah. See, we we kind of known for. I don't know. If, have you ever been to St. Louis? No, nah, I'm going soon though. Okay, okay. Oh yeah. But see, oh, we yeah. known for uh for our Chinese food, and also it's a spot called Emos. I I, I think you're a vegetarian. I don't think you're a vegan though. Nah. Yeah. So you could still have uh yeah, Emos. Cheese joint you know with the veggies. But it's this uh cheese called Provel cheese, and you can only get it in St. Louis. So that's what make. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, Y'all got your own cheese? Yeah, it's fire. Yeah, bro. man. I'm trying to tell you, man. <laughs> yeah, they got your own cheese. It's, it's, it's different, it's man. It's an accomplishment right there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, but. I ain't really uh, get into nothing this weekend. Uh, I actually, I know, I know you're gonna crack a joke. Say I read a book. I know you did. I actually did read. Well, I'm I'm reading a book. Is is this uh, speeches and writings of Marcus Garvey? 
Okay. Yeah, and um. Like this big though, ain't it? No, nah, actually, yeah, it's the small one. It's on, it's only like the the speeches and stuff like that. But um, I'm only on page forty, and I ain't gonna lie. Some of the stuff is is really enlightening. Some yeah. of the stuff is really disheartening. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's it's, it's real dope. We uh, we went to play basketball. I missed. I missed. Man, y'all. I'm out of shape. <laughs> I'm talking about, I ain't making a whole game. I'm like, yo. Oh, you ran ten games with us last time, bro. Hey, hey, I'm like, sub me, sub me out, man. Facts. I don't, don't want to do this no more, Crazy. man. But that that just let me know where I'm at and what I need to improve on, cause yeah. I got to get my win back up. That was ridiculous. I feel. You. I, I got to come get a book from you too, bro, cause uh, uh, I got one more chapter in that uh, five love languages, okay. and I'll be on. I'll be on point for. Uh, my 12 books this year so okay i'll be on my fourth book man I, i'm trying to figure out what's next so hey, you got to get some of this man books man. Fact, I, ain't, like, I haven't i haven't yeah i ain't, I ain't the, the, listen the, the the segue book that i think everybody kind of transition with is uh knowledge yourself that's yeah. the first one it's the, it's actually the shortest read that it, at least that i've ever seen from him mm-hmm. but it's just kind of an introduction to uh, the nation of gods and earth, I, I ain't got. Go ahead, go ahead. You know what the? You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna. So look, first of all, I gotta say, like, I felt kind of dishonest earlier because I was like, I said I was working over the weekend, right? Uh-huh. I work every day. Don't get me wrong, yeah, right? Right. But this weekend, it's kind of like dishonest to act like I'm just working regular, like, because really for like the past week, I was like decompressing, like you know, they killed Nipsey. Right, yeah. so like it, it affected me, like it affected a lot of us. Yeah, but we really, we still get into that space where we could talk about it. You know what I mean? We learn how to talk about it. Yeah. So like, I'm one of them people that's known for being like a, like it's almost like I learned how to talk early. You know what I mean? I did. Like I was talking before I was one. Yeah. So, and I, I'm not an English speaker. I'm not a native English speaker. You know what I mean? So this is not even my first language. That's what's up. So like, I. I I learned how to like explain concepts because it was my best way to get further. Like, you know, me, me using the word was a good way for me to get somewhere in life and, and to solve problems and to deal with situations. So I've always considered myself like at least striving to be advanced when it kind of talking about stuff. So I'm like, man, you know, I feel like we all needed a chance to like really process that. Yeah, for real. But it's like immediately it's like he was sucked into a debate. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. had to defend his honor. You had to make sure that it was known that he was more than a rapper. Like, you had to do so much. And it was almost like, real talk, I don't want to, I mean, I'm about to go in. If you go, go, Do your go, thing, bro. Come on with it. It's your, That's it's what you it's your, for. Show. All right, so what's Nipsey Hussle's real name? Uh, it's Anybody know? Can I, can I bring them in on this? Can I do that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Hermes. It was Hermes. It was Hermes Eskmagadon or something like that. We want to look it up. Somebody look it up so we can honor them properly, man. We got to say their names. You know, so let's 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 see the beautiful thing about like when our people return to the essence. See, so like I'm a five percenter, and yeah. we teach the knowledge itself, which is what everybody should have. And so what we have in terms of what is our curriculum for the knowledge itself is it's like something that we actually memorize, study, and there's a community of us that we hold each other accountable. Accountability is a major major concept. And then that peer part where you just, you know, you building with each other to build each other up. We not always, so a lot of times people report, you know, about how they was broken down by other people. But, you know, you got to have more experience where we build each other up too. And so the, the whole purpose of the community, so that, there we go, is so we can build each other up. And, and so we look at it like when somebody die, they don't die. Because we have timeless essence. We don't have no beginning or ending, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a transition. 
So when you return to the essence, there's an essence to you, right? And if everybody feel your essence or carry your essence or honor your essence, yeah. don't it make them stronger? That's a fact. See what I'm saying? Because now you on another plane, you can't come back to the physical body. But you can be present through everybody that honors you and loves you. And this is the story we got from who? Christ. Right? So this is the 2,000-year story we're in right now. We're still living in what? A, a Christian era. Like, we're still living in the wake of his teaching because he did an amazing thing. Like, his teaching was so strong that people are still talking about him 2,000 years from now. And look at how they're doing Jesus. They're debating whether or not he even existed. They're doing the same thing to Nipsey. Yeah. Was he just a gang member? You yeah. know what I mean? Right. And so, Ermias, what was the whole name? Ermias es Eskadam. 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 Yeah, God right? will rise. That's an Ethiopian name. So we know that the Ethiopia got the first what? Church too, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus and them, they was, they, they, they people went out to them, to them lands and they taught and this. And then, you know, there's Hebrew and, you know, lineages out of there too, right? Yeah. The oldest ones. Those are like the OGs. Those are the ones that kind of like maintain it for real, for real. So he came from there and here. He a mix. He like a real, quote unquote, African-American. Mm. You see what I'm saying? He, if you're going to call anybody African-American, he won. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. And yet he represents himself as fully black, you know? Like yeah, right. even people over there do. There's people in Africa, they call themselves fully black. In South Africa, there's a black power movement. Steve Biko was major behind that, you know? So black is not just an American thing. Black represents a global identity. And it's not, you know, a lot of people, they don't like the word because it's been made so negative. But really, black is the origin of everything. Black is the source, you know? So they say Christ had, you know, these features. Hair like this, skin like this, feet like this, right? Everybody know. Mm -hmm. And then look at his middle name. Joseph. Right. Joseph. Joseph's son. His middle name was Joseph's son. Who's Joseph's son? Jesus. So that's why the people feeling so, when you're wondering why, I'm on my page and I'm tripping because I'm like, you know, I, I follow and I deal with everybody. I study everybody. I'm like, I got sex workers on my page that's salute, salute Nipsey and salute not just him, but what he was teaching. Because there ain't no way you can go look up that hashtag and you can't find no teaching. That's a fact. You're not going to find no ignorance. And that's the beauty of leaving a legacy where it's more righteousness than, than, than weakness. Yeah. Cause he didn't get caught weak. Like he, whatever he had to say on camera, he made sure it was right and exact. Mm -hmm. That's a, you know a lot of times people get caught on that's, camera. Bro, they in they feelings. That's why they got. They, that's why they have PR. You know right. what I'm saying? That's what you know what I'm saying. Public relations and like for you to do that and to do it like effortlessly, it was he wasn't trying. You no. know what I'm saying? That, see, that's why your spirit got to be right. What did Pac say? Pac said two things, and I'm gonna quote. Pac said. I may not be the one to change the world, but I'm going to do what? I'm going to spark the brain that changes the world. Okay, that's one thing. Number two, he also said, they can't get you when you're 100% righteous. If I was at 100%, these devils wouldn't be able to get to me. But I'm not at 100%. That's why they keep getting me every time. When you're at 100 a lot of things we're looking at in the life stories of people, like they got banged up because they just, they had that slip. They had that one, they, they, but it wasn't just one slip. The one slip we know about is a, is a pattern. It's, you know, we didn't get to see the whole pattern. Right. You know what I mean? It's somebody making poor choices, doing all that. So, like, right now we're in a beautiful generation where the people have pr produced the man that was on that level of righteousness. I'm yeah. talking about the Bloods, the Crips, the Essays, the cops even. Everybody. Got to bear witness. What do you think it was about him that made everybody take his death so hard? That. The same way people grieve when Christ died. 
The same way people grieve when King died. See, the thing about J. Edgar Hoover, you think these people is dumb when they say we want to prevent the rise of a black messiah? What, you think they just hillbilly somewhere, like chewing on straws? I want to stop a black messiah. No, they smart. They hiding the knowledge that we trying to get to. So if they trying to prevent the rise of a black messiah, over and over and over, they killed my father. The father of the 5% was killed behind this because he was raising up young black men and women to know who they was on a divine level. See, when you get... You can deal with what, who am I on a cultural level, a national level. All right, let's talk about on the divine level. There ain't no level above that, is there, that I'm aware of. There ain't nothing closer. Ain't nothing higher up than your relationship with God, right? So that's you can talk fact, about right? your relationship with money, your relationship with the world, all that. Boom, yeah, boom, boom. yeah, that's cool. But we can't say nothing about Nipsey Hussle and that man, or, or, or Mias, you know what I mean? And his relationship with whoever, whatever he considered his source of good orderly direction on this planet, he was moving with that. He was acting on that will so that people like me and everybody else that was striving to be a good dude or a good person, yeah. a part of us was attacked. A part of us took a loss. Like, yo, that's me. Yeah. I'm not even, you know, I ain't trying to be funny, but I kind of know I favored. Like, I got a little features, you know? Yeah. Right. So, like, in a way, I'm like, and I do similar things. Like, so I'm like, yeah, they, man, it's my heart right there. Like, yeah. they, they took a piece of, so everybody felt that. Yeah, exactly. Everybody. And we don't always get the space to process. So Mercury in retrograde, right? I told mm -hmm. you I was about to go in. Yeah, you did. Go, go, go for it. Mercury in retrograde. So already, right now, what, what happened when Mercury in retrograde? Things be going wrong, right? Mm. Car breakdown, this go wrong, job, something happening crazy. You just lost your keys. I lost my keys. You know, things like mm. that. But if you emotionally off, you can't process none of that. So you could be on your way right now, all the millennials on their way to building, building billion-dollar businesses. Everybody. Because what they figured out, I am the magic. I create abundance. Everybody want my juice. Everybody want my melanated mojo, whatever we're going to call this thing that's magical yeah. for everybody, right? Everybody want this. Whatever way I got to deliver it, you could be a black nerd right now and you winning. Oh, fact. I come from the crack era. Black nerds was not winning. Oh, you getting, yeah, boy, you getting, you getting, uh, victimized. Uh, yeah. <laughs> victimized for <laughs> being intelligent. You getting swirly. See, that's why Nip, <laughs> like, Nip was so, again, why he was so amazing because, like, he was a nerd. Yeah. But he was a gangster nerd. And so, like, a lot of nerds had to be gangsters to be acceptable. Mm -hmm. And now we're moving into an era where, like, nah, Nipsey raised up just nerds. Yeah. You get at them STEM classes and all them, yeah. them babies was growing up doing nothing but programming. Yeah. See, so they're going to grow up into the world of being programmers rather than gangbangers. Yeah. So look at what he made. So we, and that got to be cool now. That got to be the wave now. So, like, yeah. everybody, like, the feelings that we're feeling, like, it's, we got to process it. Because right now, what we're receiving, real, real shit. If you don't dishonor that man, you're going to receive that man. Does that make exactly. sense? Yeah, on, some, on some heavy shit? It, like, make, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Because we give our light to the world. Wasn't it clear he was striving to do that? So when he transitioned, he get more power. Marcus Garvey said what? I'm going to see you in the whirlwind. That means when them hurricanes and them whirlwinds come through, that's him. Because he said what he was going to do. I tell people all the time, man, like, look, man, if y'all don't take care of my babies and my loved ones, something happened to me, if y'all don't make sure they straight, I'm haunting you. Yeah. I'm haunting <laughs> you. I'm coming. I'm going to figure out a way. I'm knocking over all kinds of plates. Yeah. I seen an interview this morning with uh, Rhyme Fest, man. And it, that shit, like, I didn't know. I didn't, I, like, for, I was asleep, bro. Like, on Rhyme Fest. Like, the yeah. interview he did on, with, uh, with uh, Ebro and them. Bro, he was like, cuz. He was like, man, 
ain't nothing else out here, bro. Like, like build your village up. Like, make right. sure your village straight. And he, right. by meaning, he and he was talking. He was in reference of Kanye. He was like, man, everybody pointing the finger at this man. He's like, but you not really understanding what he going through. You know what I'm saying? It's like he like, bro, he didn't lost his mom. The closest people to him that turned on him, and the first thing that 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 was out of pocket, like he was he was trying to get his point across. You know what I'm saying? He's like, man, how do I get my point across? And and things is is they not they not receiving it well. He was like, yo, the only way you can really get your point across is is you build your village up, man, mm -hmm. and you speak through your art. He's like, cause when you when you do it in an art form, that way people can perceive and, and receive with your your message, bro. You you in politics, that ain't your lane. You know what I'm saying? So like, you have to like, man, like, bro. If y'all ain't got, if y'all ain't seen that joint, so check, that, said, check that check that round. Not to be in that politics. So they was basically saying politics wasn't his thing. Yeah. So let me let me add on to why like a lot of a lot of us ain't gonna be able to operate within the system no more. Just naturally, it just your, your heart ain't gonna be able to sit well with it. Yeah. You're gonna eat yourself up from the inside trying to operate within a thing that don't agree with you, and you don't agree with it. Yeah, it's natural. That's almost like knowledge itself again, because a lot of us was a lot our parents and their parents before them. They had the deal. They had the deal for the sake of us. You know what I mean? So they had to bury their emotions. They taught us to do the same. Now you can't talk to your parents about your feelings. Try that. <laughs> I welcome you to and see how that go. I've been doing this for 20 years, you know what I mean? Trying to figure out how to, you know, heal old things, right? And on family level. And, I, you know, generationally, you know, look, I got people shaking their head. You feel me? Generationally, they got trapped into certain patterns and they're more deeply afflicted than we is. Yeah. We more woke than them. We more able to break cycles. Our kids, it's our hope that they're going to be able to break them fast. Yeah. Like, oh, I see the chain. Before you even become a rope of chains, I see one link. Uh, uh, uh. I ain't doing that. Yeah. I don't want to get hooked. I don't want to get stuck. I know what it mean to be stuck. Yeah. So, that, that's how it's supposed to go. So the politics and a lot of, the, yo, a lot of us need to be healers. We don't need to go to medical school. You don't need to go to, and people be like, yo, I want somebody that's certified. Certified by who? To do what? You know what I mean? Like, under what rules? Under what laws? Because most doctors is drug dealers by occupation. They have to sell you the drugs. Marketing companies come and give them gifts to say, yo, push this drug yeah, over that drug. Yeah. yeah. So they they think is you can't go to a doctor, most doctors, and be like, I don't I want your treatment minus the drugs. Tell me what I need to eat. Cause they know oh, Tell me what I need to eat, tell me what I need to stop eating. They won't do that. They wait till on death's door to tell you stop eating pork. Yeah. So you know so, to bring it back to uh to Nipsey, it's a lot of people online and it's sometimes for people who don't have a certain amount of knowledge, it's hard to separate the noise from the facts. Mm. And it's a lot of people that are saying that he died because of his works with the Dr. Sebi documentary and all that kind of stuff. What, what's your take on that? What do you think? Everybody got their pet issue, homie. <clears throat> Man, look, if I care about penguins and Nipsey was banging for penguins, then I'm going to be like, they killed him about them penguins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. Yo, them penguins, because they my penguins. You feel me? Right. So what happened on the internet, I remember when Dr. Sebi was alive and I was aware of his work, you know, like there was not that much public knowledge about him. It wasn't the internet thing. He got celebrated really after his death, way more than in his life. Of and course. everybody that's a student of Sebi's that go back more than five, 10 years, they know that. Everybody that's a new person that just got awake to Dr. Sebi, more than likely they ain't even adopted his recommendations yet anyway. That's a fact. You know, man. like they ain't even, do, like they still eating swine out here in 2019. You ain't gonna <laughs> tell me that people at Sebi levels. We was 5% is just trying to tell the people stop eating scavengers and had a hard time. 
We didn't even have the Nation of Islam diet. The Nation of Islam got a restricted diet where you, we're not even eating weeds. We're not eating nothing that's hard in the system. It was a real good diet. It's been out since the 1930s. It got a lot of people healthy. Yeah. We were like, okay, we had to make our own that was for the people in the streets, you know, and we made it even more relaxed. We're going to fast, all that. So all this is necessary, right? But SEBI was just an advancement of where the people need to go anyway. We were supposed to go from stopping eating swine and garbage and poison to eating less meat and eating plant-based, you know? Right. And then from there, there's a danger because if you go to vegan right now, vegan is white people shit. I'm, I got cuss on there. Go, go for it, baby. This is you. <laughs> I mean, vegan, I mean that's, just, that's white people stuff because it's, like, it's really like they got the market on it. See, they cornered the market just like cannabis. Cannabis, they cornered the market. It's like, it's like any game. Like if, once you get the market, then you release the market. Then you market the market, you feel me? But now you locked it. They locked it. So they locked down vegan. They own all the vegan companies. So when your kids is eating the vegan food, they're not even aspiring to eat tomatoes and greens. They want to eat something that look like pulled pork. Impossible burgers. Right, yeah. Even what they're doing with jackfruit, man. They frying fruit now, man. They're crazy. People frying fruit, bro. They frying fruit, bro. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> And everybody right like I did have some jackfruit. I did have some jackfruit. Right. You had a fried fruit taco, I ain't bro. Had none of that shit. I heard oh, it was weird, weird either because it was trending. And that's the danger. Stuff just be trending. And so like what's really mean to get back to nature? It actually mean growing your own food, man. You better grow that arugula. Facts. Arugula is delicious. Facts. You know you better and you can grow yeah, it. Yeah, my brother tell me this shit all the time, yo. He's like, yo, cuz he's like, I'm I'm finna move. He's like, and my main goal is to, to get some acreage. And he's like, I he's like, I don't I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm finna learn how to farm. When the hood house man, we got how you can farm within dirt, like just dirt inside buckets, man. Yeah. Get you them two dollar buckets and just put dirt in them and you can farm with that. Yeah. You know, I got look in my backyard, man, I got mustard greens just growing wild. They weeds at this point. We just yeah. didn't don't pluck them. Okay. They just continue to grow, homie. If I ever get hungry, bro, I got mustard yeah. green salad for days. You can't cook That's, though, huh? No, I'm <laughs> yeah, look, I don't. I don't I put some ranch dressing on that. We good to go. <laughs> they out of there, yeah. That's what's up, man. That's. I'm telling you, man. Like, I definitely would. I definitely would learn how to. You know, uh, would want to learn how to 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 grow my own food because my 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 wife, her grandmother. Uh, straight grew everything, bro. I went up there one year, dog. She cooked everything from the from the garden. Now from why the, they do that? Because the there bro, wasn't I'm no system for them. Wasn't no fire. You could because back then they couldn't afford the supermarket or there wasn't one. Yeah. They or they had no way to get to one. Yeah. We about to go back to that. In a minute, it's only gonna be self driving cars on the road. And if you ain't in a position to afford no self driving car, well, you are gonna be banned from driving. Mm-hmm. That's the whole science of why you got a driver's license to begin with because you got permits to do certain things in this in the society. Now, you could tell yourself you want to be lawless and do your own thing. You're going to yeah. deal with them consequences, too. Yeah. I hate to get this money. And, and, and to bring it back to him, that was another reason why I, I was personally was hurt that we lost him because he was putting he those was type of pr- programs in, in place where, you know, we could learn uh, computer programming and all that type of stuff. Now, I know that it's, some, it's a uh, few programs out there that's absolutely free. Um, yeah. you know, but the, the 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 average person don't know that, you know? Right. So so it, it kinda it, it it So he was good because he brought attention to what we needed to be doing. See this this go back to the Dr. Sebi question. He brought attention to Dr. Sebi. Lisa Left Eye Lopez brought attention to Dr. Sebi and then you gotta connect the dots the both of them died. 
So yeah, you got good reason to say that Dr. Sebi is a very dangerous name to say. Yeah. Because he actually do have a key in his teaching to where the people could get really free. See, if you eat Dr. Sebi's diet and you get back electric and you get back on the right side of your health and you start eating indigenous foods that actually agree with your system, your circuitry start rewiring itself. So when mm, your circuitry yeah. start rewiring itself, what are you going to bring out of yourself? Well, what was you 3,000, 5,000 years ago? You was gods. Yeah, greatness. You know, Charles Manson got locked away because he knew that. You feel me? He was like, when, if you ever look at his that. story, crazy, yeah, I heard him say crazy that. story, what he was trying to do and what his goal was, you know, and what his, what his mindset was. So for, for the people who may be uh, Christians or Muslim or any other religion, um, I want you to break it down for them. When you say that we were gods, what do you mean by that? Man, people be looking for the black president in the Bible, right? Okay. Let's look in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, ain't them people constantly wicked and unrighteous, never keep the laws of God? So why are you looking for a black presence among them? The black presence in the Old Testament is God himself. Hmm. Right. So when you start thinking about that, everything shifts now. You get what I'm saying? The ancient mm -hmm. of days was the ones that was bronze and looked like his body was made of carnelian. And what's that other brown stone? There was another stone, the jasper. You know? They, so that's what the ancient of days looked like when he appeared. And he appeared with a green light growing about him. That was one of us. Okay? And what we did was we went to them people that couldn't get right. And we gave them rules and we gave them laws and we gave them codes. And there's a story to that. And then they went into Egypt. They came back out. But it's a long, it's a long story. But see, if you don't know the history of it, then you're just a religious person, whether you're a Christian or Muslim or whatever. Like, if you're a Muslim and you don't know the history of what Prophet Muhammad said about the fate of the Arab nation, and you're a Muslim trying to be an Arab, oh, you messing up. Yeah. Mm. You feel me? Because you got to really know. And that's why, well, I made a book called Black God, after knowledge of self, science of self, and all that. Black God was like, look, all of y'all, whatever tradition you got, even if you're a Buddhist, Hindu, whatever, the first gods you always had was black. Now, if, if you know that, and the thing you know about that is they keep the black gods. The black gods lasted. Even in Europe, they still got a black G Mary and a black Jesus, right? In the Vatican, right? Yeah. Mm. All over. All over. Hidden away, tucked away in Italy, in, in France, you name it. Now, the next question anybody should ask when they see something, is, you know, even when we talk about what we're talking about now, is why? It's like, Why? Like, did these white people just have a weird fascination? Did the Chinese people have a fascination with making their gods have dreads and thick noses? Like, what, what was that about? Yeah. So then you go to the history. Like, who was the first people of these places? It's always black people. Even when the Greeks was talking, who was the righteous people? The Ethiopians. But the Greeks was wicked. And they'll tell you, in their stories, don't they tell you how bad they're doing? If you was in high school reading the Greek myths, you, you was like, yo, what is this? They raping? They was wilding. They was wilding. Yeah. And you reading it, and the teacher's telling it to you like it's good history, and you're like, what, what is yeah, this what twisted? Is <laughs> they was casting a what spell on you while they was doing that. Yeah. See, they was programming you to fall up under their wave. See, now you think based on their programming, now you're thinking about Athena and Hercules, and that's not your ancestors. Yeah. So you don't got to explain away what George Washington did. They, you don't got to lie to yourself and say George Washington never told a lie. We know George Washington told a lot of lies. They got to tell themselves that they great-great-granddaddy George Washington wasn't a liar. You, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. So when we're looking at our people, like we go to Asar. Man, look, okay, can you please study the history of Asar? Because Asar in your family tree. Shango in your family tree. Oludamari is in your family tree. Oya is in your family tree. That's why it's your head spirit. Because it's your great-great-great-grandma. 
That's why she was Oya, because that queen was so powerful that she had that many babies, that many bloodlines come from her, and that many people that would remember her and continue honoring her, even through the Middle Passage, all the way to the shores of America, and still remember Oya? That's a powerful woman. Mm-hmm. So that's what you got to get back to because some of the people we talk about is not in our family tree. Yeah. Jesus was a great man. He came to do what he came to do. He came to teach. If you think about it, he came to teach the Gentiles. The white world was wicked. He came to teach them to turn the other cheek. You think black folks need to learn to turn the other cheek? No, not even in today we, <laughs> right. we turn the other cheek. He was trying to get the white world to become less wicked. Remember, he was dealing with the Romans, bro. This is the Roman Empire. Where is it written in the Bible that ye are born in sin? Is that written in the book of Ethiopians? The letter to the Ethiopians? Remember, Paul wrote them letters. Did he write a letter to the Ethiopians saying that y'all are born in sin? No, he said the Ethiopian can't change their uh, skin. They, they is what they is. You know what I mean? And everybody else before them said they was righteous. And some of the first, Ethiopian, some of the first Christians was Ethiopians. But what did he say when he said y'all are born in sin? Who did he write that to? Anybody know? See, that's why I'm like, where the Christians at? Christians, what book is that in? Who, what letter was that? See, I got old partners in there too, man. I got my partner just joined, man. He's a son of a minister. Over which which one? Nah, we ain't gonna call about. Okay, okay, okay. You don't know. You feel me? It's in the book of the Romans. It's in the letter to the Romans. Yeah. He said that to the Romans. You understand? Yeah. He didn't write no letter to anybody in this room saying y'all born in sin. You understand? Facts. So there's a message for di- there's different messages. Marcus Garvey had messages for different people, didn't he? Facts. You know what I mean? People, if, even if I talk, I'm not gonna make the same phone call to everybody. Yeah. So when you have somebody that's in a leadership position, man, they gonna tell you all different kind of messages, gonna hit all different kind of people, and it's gonna resonate with different people on different levels. Some people gonna get like from out of Nipsey, some people the best message was self-esteem. You gotta realize for people in the streets that constantly feel like undermined, insecure, and threatened by the existence of just another person that's doing better than me when I could have been doing what they doing, that make me want to destroy this person. He spoke to that. Yeah. And just by speaking to that, he not lost, he became a gain because we absorbed that, we took that with us. That message wouldn't have resonated as deeply yeah. if it wouldn't have been accompanied by a non-material motherfucker right behind it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's a spirit with the message. Facts. One of the things that I saw in the interview that he had is he talked about when he went back to uh, Africa at 18 for a period of 90 days. And he said the one thing that he saw that that he took with him was family structure, Mm. right? And he goes on to talk about how... uh, you know, the, the men, they go out there and, and work, and when they came back in, they weren't even allowed to wash their own hands because the women, you know, they washed their own hands, and, they you know, it was just a family structure. And he said that when he came back, he had a different respect for women, like, you know, and he said that, uh, you know, like, I kill you over my, over my little cousins. I kill you over my, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And... I think that's that was one message that I think that we as black men need to get back to. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't feel like we do it on a level enough. I don't feel like we have enough respect for our women to to say that we would. Lay I don't our think lives men period have enough respect for women. You should see how Bengali man is. You know, you should see how Pakistani man is. You know, it's a lot of men that got issues. I guess you should see yeah. how Arab men is, Chinese no, they go men. Hard. That makes know? sense. And then let's take it to the next level. Let's not even talk about white man, a German man, 
you know what I mean, or Jewish man, or what, or any kind of man, because we in a world that's been allowing of that. Like, it's okay to look down. Like, I got daughters. That was my first step into not, not being a typical man. And I wish I could say that it was thanks to my woman that I really became, you know? Nah, right. unfortunately, it ain't getting with a woman to do it for you. Ladies, I'm, I'm sorry. That ain't really how it work. It, you know, it really be us being concerned about the fate of our little girl and what they could go through in this world. You know what I mean? And want to insulate them for that and make a better world. Really fighting the world to make a world that's safe for them. Mm-hmm. So this is the thing, though, with what you said. This is a dangerous narrative unless without clarification. Because especially in the wake of his transition, I feel like a lot of black men and original men that's been born into struggle, into the streets, and in other experiences like that where you've had to have like a military or, or a, you know what I mean? Like a, like kill or be killed kind of mindset yes, at any survival. point, right? Survival, right? Because right. it's not always kill or be killed, but just survival, right? The idea I'll kill for my family, I'll kill for my woman, I'll kill for my mama, I'll kill for my babies is a little bit dangerous, and I'm going to tell you why. Because after you do the killing, they even more unsafe. Mm. You understand? Because it's, it's easy to kill the one threat because I'm emotional about the one threat and what they did or what they might be about to do. And then when I kill them, I'm ignoring the fact that there's consequences behind this. It's not, see, I had to be mindful of the fact that I can't, just because somebody tried me, I can't blow their brains out like I wanted to do back when I was 20. You know, yeah. I came from that dysfunction. My life ain't meaningful. Therefore, their life can't be that meaningful. And yeah. if you try me, then you don't deserve to be on this planet. You know what I mean? You deserve all the hellfire. How dare you try me? So yeah. I'm going to take you off of here. And I'm going to end your misery. And really, it was my misery speaking. I was projecting my misery onto them. You know, we dealing with conflict. We just dealing with conflict. But we don't have what? Conflict resolution skills. We don't have emotional management skills. We get emotionally perturbed, disturbed. We be off, and now we on one. You know, I got raised up by, you know, my, my, my OG, the guy that taught me was rolling 60s. Mm. You know, so um, I got raised up into a beautiful mix of culture. I got knowledge of self. I got, I got the academics. I was in Morehouse College. And then the guys that picked me up, and the guys that raised me up was all street guys. Yeah. But I was in school, and they made sure I stayed out of trouble. <laughs> That was the goal. The goal was make sure he could finish school so he could do something academically, intellectually. You know what I mean? Something to contribute, right? So, like, we have to be comfortable, again, with, like, the nerd thing, the family man thing. We have to be comfortable saying that the giving of life, right? Because when we kill, we like, Yo, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I give my life because when you kill, you're basically saying I'm willing to give, risk my life, yeah, give right. my life. You know, I know if... If I kill somebody, it's a real threat, not a joke. I'm talking about somebody breaking in my house is not a threat. People, we got to stop thinking that I'm going to kill somebody that's breaking my house. Most people that's breaking in your house is not breaking in to murder everything. You know what I mean? If they break in your house when you're in there and you motherfucking let off one warning shot, they're running out because they're teenagers or they, or they smokers, yeah. they drug addicts. You see what I'm saying? That's not necessary for you to murder something. Because unless you've killed before, you don't know what it feels like in your heart and how yeah, you have to digest it. You, you know it, what I mean? You gotta, so now you, you a mess now. You emotionally, you can't, you can't raise babies after you done killed. Like, it's, you can, but it's harder. Yeah. It's, it would be way easier if you didn't. So the mindset that I got to kill, even when we think about revolution, the mindset that I'm going to somehow have enough bu- bullets and enough backup to be able to, we're going to make this, that's not the revolution. 
That wasn't what my father taught. My father taught, you ain't even going to get it if you're on that level of immaturity. You're the devil will never hand over the world to you. The devil waiting to hand the world over to you. He knows his time is up. He knows he can't sustain it. Look at what he's doing. Look at who he select for his leadership. His leadership is a joke. You know what I mean? They know that their time is up and they just throwing in their last ditch efforts. It's like they just throwing the ball for like, you know what I mean? Like just throwing the ball, yeah. hoping it, because there's only two seconds left on the shot clock. So we have to know our shot clock ain't over. Like our time ain't up. We're going to go on. So what is our time thing to do? Think generationally. Yeah. You got to think about staying here. You got to think about living for them, which means I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give all I have and all within my power to see them be safe, to see them be well. So sometimes this mindset that I'm going to have to go out and kill or I'm going to have to be ready to kill at any given moment, it puts us in this position. Remember, law of attraction, you're going to mm. bring it to you. Yeah. You're going to bring it to you and you're going to keep putting yourself in situations where you at places and doing things. Shout out to my brother. He didn't need to be there. Not every day. Not, you're not supposed to have no location. When you're in that kind of a situation, you're not supposed to have no, this is where I'm always at. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's another, that's code. And so what happens is we learn in code. We learn it, we grow in, and thinking generationally, three generations from now, can you imagine? Only if we hear though. Yeah. Only if we get to be 80, you're still raising them, bro. Yeah. Like what you just said. Yeah. That's why I'm so glad you brought it up. I'm like, man, the yeah. eldest. We have to become them eldest. A lot of us, we never, homie, how long did you plan to live? What age? I ain't gonna lie. I thought I was gonna go like in my thirties. All right. Anybody want to jump in? What what age? 25. Anybody have plan on dying early? I thought I was out Didn't plan on living to a long age. One hundred and ten. Oh yeah. See the new generation. That's what I'm saying. Y'all young Fact. though. Like that's beautiful. Like, that's I, the new thing. You I knew you was gonna make it. I, it's, it's shut up, dog. No, for real. <laughs> nah, nah, but I but anybody though. under thirty didn't didn't. Yeah. Nah, homie. I'm thirty eight. When, when I hit my twenty fifth birthday, cause like like it was like the shit was. I told my wife, I'm like, yo, I ain't think I was gonna make it to this motherfucker. Yeah. You know yo, I'm I always tell people, I'm thirteen years past what I thought I was gonna not make it past. Yeah. I'm living a dream right now. Now I gotta plan out what forty to fifty gonna look like. Yeah. The thing is, we got a culture, so I know that's my culture ciphers. You know. And there's like, I get perspective through that. You know, this is my understanding ciphers. People, most people right now that's woke and growing, they in their wisdom ciphers. That's experience. Yeah. You going through feelings, heartbreaks, but you learning what to do with it. So that when you get to your understanding ciphers, you getting it. And as you getting it, now you building the foundation and the structure so that when you're 40s, now you living it. Now you living off the rewards of all the work you put in yeah. for your 20s and 30s. So yeah. I say the average man get rich at 40? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. My, my dad always told me, cuz, I, I used to have talks with him, cuz, like, yo, keep living. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, keep living. Like, and I didn't, like, as, as, when I was younger, I didn't really understand it. But, like, man, it's okay to fail, man. Facts. Uh, it's okay to fail. Like, we got to stop thinking everything is losses, man. Like, we've literally taken it wrong. Like, everything is not a loss. Some things, yo, some things is transitions for the sake of a new form of power being gained. Yeah. Like, you know the story of Buddha? When Buddha was like a prince or whatever, he wanted to get out and experience the real world. And in experiencing the real world, it stressed him out. Like, it was terrible. He seen an old person looking old. He had never seen old people before. You know, like, he was like, yo, what is this? The dude got wrinkles, his face sagging. What happened to him? Is he sick? No, you're old. That's what happened to you when you get, you like, that's what happened to you when you get old? He had never seen nobody get old. They kept yeah. him from that. You know, privileged life. Some people have experienced that's a dangerous shelter in your kids. If you raise them all the way vegan, they get sick as soon as they get around germs. Mm. Yeah. You, gotta, you know, I'm not saying tap water good for them, 
But the first time they drink tap water, they're going to get sick. Yeah. Don't let it be outside of your care. You let them have that tap water. You know yeah. what I mean? Just see how they react to it. That way they ain't sick later on. But, um, hell was I talking about? I'm all like, I'm AHD. <laughs> AHD, I made it work You're for me. You're about Buddha, huh? Buddha. I go from Buddha to tap water. <laughs> yo. All right, so then he's seen somebody sick. Like, yo, what's wrong with him? Yo, people get sick. Then he's seen somebody poor. What's wrong with them? They dirty. They don't got, what are they begging? Yo, that, that happens. This is the world. He's like, this is the world? Well, what the hell else was y'all showing me? Yeah. That was not the world. So now that he's in the world, he's like, all right, well, I got to learn the world. I got to figure out how to end this. This is the nature of a lot of people that come. The Black Panthers came from middle-class households, college students. That's a lot of woke people right now. These people right now, they elks and eastern stars in their 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s. You know, deltas with major connections. It's like, I believe in everything that the young black people are saying now. I'm so glad that the young black people are saying yeah. They are your supporters. They, look, you got funding sources you might not know about. Because Nana almost woke now. You know what I mean? Yeah. On another level. Like, she believe in the black people. That's what, like, at her level, that's good. You know, she, not in, she don't know everything you're into. She's not ready. Look, people be like, yo, they don't want to uh, uh, be vegan. I tell them, don't eat this. Yo, nobody like being told nothing. Give them a burger. Give them a vegan yeah, burger. Yeah, you got Just give it to them. If you care, give them. That's why I make books. Give them the book. They don't want to learn because they don't know. They don't want to be demeaned. They don't want to be condescended to. They don't want to be argued with. Because I don't know, but you don't know how to talk to somebody they don't know because you're not a Fact. trained teacher. Right. I'm a trained teacher and I still don't know how to talk to people. Yeah. So imagine the rest of us. Give them the information, let them decipher. Man, for let themselves. them work on it, man. Feed them the plate, let them chew it. You know what yeah. I mean? Don't tell them, don't say, I see you hungry. Here's what you need to do. Yeah. Huh. That's unfair. That's unkind. That's uncompassionate, right? Anyway, he's seen all this in the world, too. He's seen the people was wicked. So he's like, yo, I got to end this. It's terrible suffering. It's a terrible world. So he went out and meditated and sat up under a tree for so long, he became emaciated, withered down, like no meat on his bones, no nothing. His father and the family, they went out and sent that team looking for him. This is a typical story. If you think about it, this is actually a relatable story. There's a lot of us that went through this. Like, we went off on our own. Like, I'm not listening to y'all no more. I'm going to go find myself. And then yeah. somebody got to, your cousin got to come find you. You feel me? Bail you out of jail now. This is real. And when they got him, they said, man, what did you get out of all this? Look, what, what, no, from all this, what did you gain? He said, I ain't gained nothing. But I'm going to tell you what I lost. I lost pride. I lost ego. I lost attachment. I lost control. You know what I mean? So sometimes the loss is actually a great giving because it's freed you. If I got a bunch of iron chains around me and then I lose them, I could grieve about that until I finally gain perspective and look at that mass of things that I thought was my jewelry and I realized them was iron chains. Yeah. Mm. So our relationship with people in this material world is a little bit off because we gonna die. Everything you love is going to die. Every plant, every animal, every person. You know, even this planet Earth, at some point, it's going to get swallowed up by the sun. And this sun going to get swallowed up by the Andromeda galaxy. You know? And guess what? We're going to be here for all that. If you have perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you have a perspective on who you are, if you are the timeless, now you're not attached. Now when Nana dies, you're not acting nut. But if you're a little boy, a little girl still... Yeah, now when Nana dies, you acting a nut. Yeah. You don't got no business 40, 50 years old acting a nut when Nana dies. Yeah. When you see your elders doing that, they not emotionally well. Don't follow that. 
People be talking to me, you know, I lost my wife, you know? They be grieving for it more than me nowadays, you know? Oh, it'll never go away. What'll never go away? That sound like, ugh, I don't want that. That sound like an STD. Never go away. <laughs> yeah. It's going to change. The grief going to change, you yeah. know? That's so a- let's adopt a new mindset right now. He ain't leave us. We ain't losing. Yeah. He gave himself to us. He so, gave himself to the people. So was was it your was it your wife that that introduced you or enlightened you to the knowledge of self, or did you find that by yourself? She gave me a new level of knowledge of self. Facts. That's what they're here for. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> gave me a level of knowledge of self I could have never got on my own. I got knowledge of self when I was like 14, 15 years old. Okay. I always wanted to know. I always wanted to understand. I chose the name Supreme Understanding because, like the Buddha, I wanted to know why the world was so uncompassionate, why I was so cruel. I grew up around a lot of violence. You yeah. know, and emotional and physical violence. And so I adopted violence as a normal language. Even my language became violent. I learned how to talk to people violently. And violent language is not just threatening to hit somebody or hurt somebody. Violent language could just be saying, putting the blame on somebody. You did this. You did this to yeah. me. You know, those are dangerous things to say because even when you assume why they did it, you don't know. Yeah. You know, so violence is like deeply yeah. embedded in a lot. Of, it was deeply embedded in me. Yeah. And so now the self gave me the tools to see the world and to get perspective and to know like, oh, okay, this is why we're in the position we're in. I need to be a poor, righteous teacher. I need to be a good, righteous person. I need to give myself to the world. But emotionally, I was a zombie. Yeah. Like I didn't cry for four years. I think a lot of men can relate to that on some level. Man, yeah. We taught that. Yeah. Why though? Like, and that's another thing that I wanted to uh, actually get into, um, because I have a lot of debates with the females on my uh, on my page about toxic masculinity. That don't even exist. I say that all the time. Can you can you expound on that? How could it exist? Like, homie, that's like toxic femininity. That don't exist. That's like toxic nature. Masculinity is a natural thing. That's okay. If it's toxic, it's not masculinity. Just call it toxic. But what you're doing is you're trying to make masculinity toxic. You see what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what they did with black on black violence. It's word association. Door. Knob, right? Black on black. Who gonna say love? You understand? Mm, yeah. Mentally, you associate you know black Nipsey's black death with right. nigga shit, unfortunately. What the fuck is nigga shit? What is that? Is that a thing? Is that a syndrome? That's not a thing. It's a way of dismissing that there's any need for investigation. It's a way of saying that, you know what, black people are so prone to violence, madness, and just hating. That's how you create separation. Yeah, self-destruction. You know, black people are so self-destructive that this guy just shot Nipsey out of jealousy and envy for no, no ulterior motive, no gain. He had nothing to gain from it. Right. And his life is over as soon as he's done doing it. And he did this and was able to get away. So he's not so crazy that he just a madman that just shot him and then just laid in the street and doodled on himself. No, he got away. But you're going to tell me that he had no motivation except because he's a nigga. That's what you're saying when we say this. I don't use the word. I, I, I'm paraphrasing. I'm quoting. And I'm like, so tell me what that mean. Because I don't believe in nigga shit. It's just like I don't believe in toxic masculinity. Right. I know that these are traumas and symptoms of what has happened. You feel me? Like if a person is sexually abused and then they become a sex offender, we put it in context. We say, okay, we know what happened to them. We still might try to find something to do with them. Like we may be like, oh, that's not okay. But really, if you know somebody's been abused and they need therapy, right? 
before they become an abuser. So if you know that this black boys is growing up in really problematic households, we've done thousands of studies to say this is really, really a risky kind of environment. They, children walk around and can be picked up by anybody because there's nobody to watch them. That ain't, that's cool. So what kind of men will that produce? Men that have had to survive, men that have abandonment syndrome, men that have neglect issues, right? And what kind of men are these going to be when they get with women? You understand? I am mad at my mama. My mama did drugs. I had a student when I was teaching third grade, I taught for 15 years. One of my students said, and said it, yelled, they're out to class, everybody's talking about their moms. He's like, I hate my mom. And they all banged on him. How are you going to say you hate your mom? Martino, what, da, da, da. you know what I mean? Like, what's, what's wrong? Like, you can't say that about your mom. They were trying to be mean to him. I said, leave him alone. You don't know what anybody's been through. Yeah. Everybody got the right to their perspective. If that's how he feel about his mom, just worry about how you feel about your mom. All right? This yeah. is what I got to tell third graders. Because what I couldn't tell them was that his mom had sold him to other men for sex. Mm. Third grade. Damn. My daughter's age. It's a heavy episode right here. Yeah. But I, I tell people all the time, man. Like, uh, Now, what kind of man is Martino going to be? when? Because he, he's dating women oh, right now. Mar- you going to be tore up, bro? Right, but somebody going to say he a toxic masculinity. Then on, on top of you that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the problem. Like, why are you going to make him... The man part of him is not the wicked part. It's the abuse he went through. Yeah. If he was a natural man, he'd be great. A natural black man is an amazing, beautiful thing. A natural black woman is an amazing thing. But a natural black woman, what do she tell herself she is when she got a resting face? What's in the middle of that? Bitch. Yeah. yeah. You don't got no resting queen face. Because hmm. a resting queen face would be a look of dignity, wouldn't it? Head held high. You know what I mean? Nobody can take away my power. Yeah. But a resting bitch face has already been destroyed. I'm just going to bark at you. You know what I mean? I'm going to act like a dog. And then whose dog are you? Nine times out of ten, for you to elevate, you got to be in a secretarial position to a white man. Condoleezza Rice and all them is the pinnacles, Omarosa is the pinnacle of black woman acceptance in America. You know? Oprah can say whatever she wants. She better never challenge no white man. Yeah. That yeah. secretarial position. That's toxic femininity if there's such a thing. Yeah. But these aren't things. These are things that we do to demonize people. Labels. Yeah. If straight man. black women came out proud of being like yo i love straight black men they would demonize them women they would have a campaign about these these are hateful women because i I don't want a bisexual man if a black if black women had a campaign that said i don't want a bisexual man they would demonize them black women and say that they was homophobic the world's so sensitive now bro like and and i I don't know i don't know i guess it's just it's, it's because uh more is exposed through Social media, uh, TV outlets, man. But it's like the shit that we fed, man. It like you get so much that you it's have intense. to digest, my dog. Like and motherfuckers, half of the people don't know what to digest, bro. Like turn it off. There's no filter, bro. Turn it off, bro. Like I don't even know where my phone is, right? Like, bro, turn it off. Okay, yeah. let me explain something real quick. This, 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 this I'm, I'm. It's not rocket science. Look, I value these fruit snacks in my pocket more than this phone. I keep this phone off if I can. Oh, somebody calling me right now. I got to answer to them because, oh, man. Hold on one second. I never, I never, like, none of that shit. It, it never, it never bothered me, bro. Like, even social media, anybody calling. I always disengage, bro, when I, when, it's, when shit becomes too much. And that's what they do to you, man. Like, every time, I can't even turn on a TV show, bro, without, I don't have anything against gay people or, or, or whatever you want to be. 
But every time you turn on the TV, every show, bro, they squeeze it in there on you. Like, they put it in on this one little, little five-minute clip. Bow. And you... It, it's, you got to digest it, bro. So, so with that being said, I feel terrible that I don't miss the call because I actually had real life stuff going on. Yeah. But why am I missing real life stuff? Because I hate looking at this phone. See, people abuse you on this thing. Now, you got your friends and family. They don't treat it like it's a landline like back in the day. You know, you're either available or unavailable. Oh, yeah. If you don't text back, you don't call back, you might lose your relationship. Oh, that's facts. If you oh, they, they, they gonna do you dusty. Hey, fuck with the people that fuck with you. I well, see let me tell you why that is, bro. Because your woman is following <laughs> memes that was made by a 16-year-old, and she don't know better. Yeah. Mm. But you don't know your where that's coming from. You do know where it's coming from. It's a meme page for 16-year-olds. You can tell by looking at the memes. If you're a grown woman, but if you're not grown, you don't know the difference. I, and you think... If he don't text back, this is appropriate for me at 35 years old. I don't mm. think, I, don't, I, I, I kind of disagree with that for the simple fact that um, you scrolling, you, you scrolling, and, and, and at, the same, at the same time, at the same time, dog, uh, this world, they, they're desensitized, bro, and everything's a laugh. Everything's a joke. Everything is comedy, bro. So when you see this shit like, hey, only fuck with the people. It's some, it's some joke shit. And you send it. I send my nigga shit all the Like, we send shit all the time, bro. It be goofy shit. But it's like, it be the funny shit. You know what I'm saying? And some of the shit resonates. Some of the shit don't. And, but it's, but it's I, I don't know, bro. Like, you, I don't. That's why they said the, the internet. Especially not on social media, bro. If I ain't dapped you up and we ain't had a, a, a face-to-face conversation or engagement, I don't take nothing, none of that on internet, on the internet to heart. Some people do, you know what I mean. But even when you get those memes, bro, that's why a lot of people are like, "Cause who making this shit up?" Because we don't know. It could be a thirty-four-year-old nigga with a sixteen-year-old. Sense of humor. I think, nah, I think true, white people true, be making that shit you, up. You sent me. They go another one. White people make a lot of. Bro. I think white it's people. It's just be, white people making memes. It's like that's white false. people making black memes. I think. Uh, no, 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 I didn't say only. Yo, I'm okay. saying everybody white making people, everything. Right I think now. white people be making Homie, them black we memes that we be thinking is so funny. We can all make. I think it's the blog. I personally believe, in my opinion. That is the blog companies that are making that have a team of people oh, yeah. working for the oh, memes, because if you if why who else does it benefit? It benefits the the topic of the of discussion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I believe. Is they, that makes sense, bro. There's companies, there's PR companies that make memes. Like if you got a client and you want them to go viral, then you you make them go viral. There's people doing press releases using memes right now. Yeah. But more importantly, there's concepts being disseminated to the public that. For different types of people, they're unhealthy, yeah. right? You can't go up, okay, white people make memes, but they make memes for themselves. You know what I mean? Like they make memes for their teenage life or whatever that, they make memes about Omegle. Anybody been on Omegle? No. No, that no, wasn't no, one of so. our things, but white people was on Omegle in the past five to 10 years, yeah. right? People that's millennials now was on Omegle and they was meeting strangers at 11 on a webcam chat site. Yeah. That's part of their social history that they can discuss and they make memes about it. So when we got things, we, you know, we talk about our issues, but when you look at a lot of the memes that seem like they're for the black community, they're disparaging to the black community. It's always yeah. about the problem with black people. And so that continues to circulate and people that are in that self-hating mindset, they'll be quick to reshare that. They'll yeah. be quick to like that. And, and so... There's two dangers. One is that there's a wide array of anything you want to get into, you can get into it. Anything you want to support, anything you want to share, you can share it. And then if you don't know what's really made with your people, like if you don't know that like this is going to hurt 
my community somehow, me putting it. For example, I'll give you a perfect example. If my friend owns a shirt company and the shirt is $30, then I'm going to pay what? Who can answer? $30. Right? That's the meme, right? Does that happen in real life? No. Okay. Now you're comparing this device and its instructions for how your life should go. Because remember, this is like our new God. All right? This is where we get all our juice from. We pour all our juice in here and we get all our imaginary juice out of it. Our imaginary juice is known as clout, you know? So we get attention. Clout is another word for attention. We get the appearance, the illusion of attention. Because they're not really being attentive to you. Because if they were being attentive to you, they'd know you're not feeling well today. They know you need a glass of water. They know you need some love. They know you need a hug, right? They're being attentive to the imprint you're making on this device, on this network. So they're buying into your participation in a marketplace where you don't even own the data. You literally are standing outside of a storefront spinning a sign. The storefront is not owned by you. <laughs> That's what happens when you have a social media page on Instagram, Facebook. You're spinning a sign saying, come here. So with the blogs, with all that, there's, the goal is to bring traffic. And mm -hmm. the goal is to bring people who will give their data, who will give your consumer data. How you spend, how you live, where you go, what you do, how you think. What you're likely to do in the next four to five years. What you're likely to do in the next ten years. Will you be alive in the next ten years or will you be somebody that we process your organs for meal supplements? You know what I mean? So they planning all this and they got algorithms. Facebook got bots right now where they talk amongst themselves about what they're going to do with us. So we got big fish to fry. So the only way we're going to get right is if we get back to a natural sense of who we are, how we function. And this is where I'm going to go back to. Nobody want to pay $30 for their friend's shirt. And nobody should. It don't make no damn sense. If I'm selling shirts, why would I sell it to my friend for $30? That's my friend. I know they broke. I'm going to give it to them for whatever I know they can afford. I got a rich friend. They can afford 30. I'm going to still give it to them for 25 because they my friend. You know they right? struggle. You know they struggle. Yeah, and that's the thing about being the friend. See, when you got yeah. friends, you do the friends like you want them to do you. You got a friend that can't afford your shirt, but you want them to wear your shirt because you like them, and you think it'll be good representation, and you want to big up your friend. You're going to take a picture of your friend in your shirt. Check him out. He modeling my shirt. That's friendship. So we could be friends, but we got a meme telling us that ain't how friendship works. We got a meme telling us cold business, capitalism. You're being miseducated, but we don't know. We are grown, grown people expecting to text back in two minutes. If you get into the money, ain't nobody getting to the money texting you back in two minutes. Nobody. Yeah. That's why I'm missing a, a personal thing right now because I'm dealing with business. Mm. So we got to be careful what we pulling up. Like... I, even with my kids, I'm like, man, what y'all watching? Yeah. What, they, what do they think like? What's their attitudes? Are you watching them YouTube tutorial girls? Yeah, what's their attitude towards life? They bougie? They snotty? They snobby? They think they better than? Mm, no, don't watch them. Don't yeah. watch them because you're becoming something without knowing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's definitely that's why I, I this shit front. this shit dangerous for real. Yeah. But you know what? What, I, what I you ever felt the spark do? coming out of it? Everything. No. <laughs> yeah. Anybody ever felt the heat or the energy coming out of these things? Yeah. Oh, it's hot. It gets it's hot. hot. It gets yeah. hot. It, it make my hot. hand hot now. I got a heating system hot. in my phone. No, it gets hot. My shit be cool all the time. So. Hilarious. <laughs> but you know what? No, I'm talking about out the bottom. I'm talking about electromag. Like I'm talking about radiation. You could fit. All right. Where does this phone always be too? Where do we go? Pocket. In your lap, right by your yeah. reproductive organs, or by your brain. You sleep with it right here. Yeah. Now you got to ask yourself, here's the craziest question. Who chose where it goes? Did you choose or did it choose? 
What it you mean? Break that it. down, cuz. Who decided where it and how do it end up sleeping next to you every night? We choose it. Are you sure? How do you choose it when you know it gives radiation to your brain? We just make bad choices. I don't know. I feel like it's doing more choosing than we is. Mm. Think about it. When you're choosing what, a lot of stuff to do, don't you go to that? True, 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 true. But the, the the wild thing about that, I can agree with you. Then I could be like, yo, because it's a catch twenty two. It's like right. It's like yo, when I'm laying in the bed to go to go, when I'm laying in the bed to go to sleep, I could be like, yo, will I watch ESPN on the television or should I just get the quick clips on my phone? That's the that's bro. The, that's like that's choosing the, between Shaytown and Iblis. Like it's like you feel me. It's like them is two media. All right, media is coming from who? The 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 powers that the be. powers that be. Yeah. So no matter what you getting, like I watched the news today. It showed black boy got killed at the house party. Black girl got this happened to her. The mama had this happen to her. You would think that these are stories that we need to know, right? Mm. Why? Exactly. That's so then, why are we being given them? But see, so that's we why we don't watch the news. I say I, I watch. I don't watch the news. Elijah Muhammad said the same thing about sports. Sports and entertainment it was distraction. Julius right. Caesar said it the same is. thing. We going to introduce sports the is the distraction because I would rather watch ESPN other than Eyewitness News or right. whatever. We all. I mean, man, I smoke weed. Like I got. I can't judge somebody that they eat chicken or they do this everybody do different things you know what i mean yeah. so whatever they do the goal is to be more healthy when you're looking at how you feeling and that's why sports center not gonna stress you out right you know what i mean it's, it's gonna give you something to keep up with now the danger for for somebody at that level they got away from the trauma and pain now they got a mental concern that ain't rewarding them Right, unless you bet money on the games. Now, if you're doing that, now you're good. You're supposed to keep oh, no, up. That's no, like no. stocks. We're still losing. We're still losing. We could bet on it. Yo, what's ill is I just lost a bet to Steve, who was here, and I he kept stressing me. Yo, where's my bet? I had to get him a uh, um, Don Julio, mm. 1942. That shit no, was like 150 dollars. Yeah. I didn't think that at first, cause I'm like, LeBron's gonna win. I'm fucked up now. He kept stressing me. Yeah. He kept stressing me. So it's like, damn, I bet him. So I have to get it to him. Yeah, it to I, I had to give it to him. So right. it's like, yeah, it's fuck, sports will fuck you up. But. No, that, that, homie, sports and anything where you don't have a program and a plan. Remember, if you was really actively in a sports betting, it wouldn't be no more of them kind of bets. You feel oh, me? No. I'm never, I said that too. I'm never yeah. betting that nigga So it's like the evolution. Person. No, I'm saying that's still the beginning. Because a person go from that being like, you know what? be on them horse races and and making and and the thing is you could lose crazy money in stocks or you can make money in stocks and anything that you want to learn like i didn't like bitcoin you know why i didn't like bitcoin who know what bitcoin got started at I don't know. The, the it's the cryptocurrency web. of the dark web. dark web. You investing in the darkness. It's definitely you know? a risk. And darkness is always going up. Darkness is always profitable. I just didn't like it. Coin. When I was younger, I invested in Lockheed Martin and, and like, you know, defense industry companies. So when the war took off, they made money. I ain't like that. Now I got black owned stocks and stocks in cannabis and things like that and solar power, you know? So like it's learning and, you know, growing. So when I look at my phone, homie, I'd rather check my stock updates than my Instagram mm, views yeah. and likes. I don't want to know. Yeah. I'd rather hire somebody now. Control so it. for all of us, it's like business owners. 
man, we have the ability now to, because this thing right here, people being to access you, comments and all that, it can make you emotionally unwell. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially the more you do and the more people start comparing and doing weird stuff. Yeah. You can put somebody in that position. I ain't going to front, bro. I remember we had, we was having a conversation about, uh, I think it was about Jay-Z, man. I said some shit that motherfuckers didn't like. And I looked at the comments the next day. I was like, yo, this nigga's corny. Like, he trash. Like, you look at the type of shit. Nah, because you did probably say he couldn't rap good. I don't, I don't even know about that. He said that. He said that. But it's like, but it's like if, I, if I really care, bro, it would have <laughs> crushed Kanye my soul. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't really care. Like, I don't give a fuck what you say about me. I'll be the nigga in Walmart with pajamas on Hilarious. at 2 p.m. buying what I need to go buy and then go back because I don't care. You can say what you say, but like I, I feel you, like because it can control your life, bro. Like I ain't gonna front, dog. Like most of the time, and I shouldn't, and and I'm trying to get myself in a position to whereas I don't do it anymore. But like when a nigga wake up, bro, first thing a nigga do is reach for the phone. Like yeah. I, I think that I, uh, I just wanted to uh, say real quick before you get into what you was gonna say. I did. Um, I feel I feel like I figured out a way to kind of you know what I'm saying because if 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 the if the phones are programming you in one way, you know what I'm saying, it has the ability to, to control the way that you think. I feel like there is a way to turn that into a positive. So what I did was like, for instance, when I was going on my fast, I followed nothing but fasting pages. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is, I, I think it can... It's, it's like in, it's like fire. You could either use fire to heat up your crib, or you could yeah. use it to burn your house down. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So with the, some with people the, got them digital fireplaces though. Yeah. <laughs> Just got it, man. No, I'm saying. Yeah. Think about I, I, it. But you, you got to imagine saying, you got a fake though. fireplace. Hey, yeah. Y'all seen them, right? The fake fireplace. I just want to say. I just want to say. I just want to say real quick that to the phone thing. It's. I agree that it's the phone. Like that's the medium, but. The real reason I believe, in my opinion, that uh, we are phones are sleeping next to us is because of the the likes or the you know that we get, and it's the it's the it's the ego that the phone gives us, and the, the programming. Anxiety. But I it's not even the ego; it's the program. Too. It's the programming that the system that the system gives you, and it's not just it's in all of the social medias. It's in all of those programs, whether it's a Crush Candy app or whatever it is. You, you just gotta realize that. Hold up, I just like getting likes, and it ain't that's all. I, that's all yeah. it is, and you kind of gotta come out of that like. You know that that bubble that you know what I mean that you when you post a pic like this are you looking at it right now or did you did you just look at it five minutes ago at the I, that, I think that's to be I the test like if you post a picture and you look at it two minutes after you post it you you in the matrix I, I think, think I think it's just habitual bro because that's the environment we in you know what I'm saying like I I'll even find myself on Facebook bro double tapping shit. You uh, don't double tap shit on uh, Facebook. Uh, uh, like I be on the gram so much, bro. Like that's you double tap. Facts. I'm double tapping Facebook. But you been like, trained. Oh, shit, nah, but I gotta let like me tell you how you been trained because in your text messages, can't you double tap? If you got an iPhone, there you go. Right. So we've been trained to just get used to doing certain things. Here's all I'm saying is dangerous. Kind of like the the fake fireplace, right? The illusion of connection, y'all. This is not the connection. Right yeah. now, this is exactly. it. Right. Right. So this is connection, and this is what we want to encourage and bring people back to, man. Healthy. Environments where they can talk to each other and be able to socialize and all that, right? Now, if they're getting it from here, then it's because then it's a tool. Yeah. Right. But if you become dependent on it, now yeah, it's using you. Exactly. And all I want people to get is, in ten years, we're not gonna be talking about the phones when we say this. You know, what we're gonna talk about the microchip. Mm. We're gonna have the same conversation about microchips. Yeah. Oh, the microchip. I don't. You know, I didn't put it in my hip. I put it in my ear. Yeah. Oh, I'm Gucci too, boy. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. You know, so 
That shit's scary, man. It's I feel like scary, I feel, especially if you're not informed. I feel like I like I felt like like I said something really offensive. Like I didn't even know it. Scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I was like, DJs, bro, they got bust more. So, oh, uh, <laughs> can you can you break down for those who don't know? Uh, you are a nation nation of guys and earths. Um, can you explain what the supreme uh, mathematics and the supreme alphabet is? Because I know, but I okay. wanted you to tell people know. who don't know. All right, so we published a book called Knowledge Itself to like give people a perspective on what we teach. And it's got about 50 different gods and earths from all over the world that have um, gone through our normal study, which consists of eight lessons. And the eight lessons that we, that we take to heart, and we, we learn them usually from mouth to ear. That means somebody got to say it to you and you got to pick up on it, memorize it. And so it's a, again, this is real connection, this real culture, and you can't get it online. You can't approximate it even online. You can find mathematics online most likely, but it won't, it won't be an immersive experience that'll transform you unless you actually start walking through it. So the supreme mathematics and the supreme alphabet are a way of explaining the way the world works using the simplest systems that everybody uses, which is numbers and language. You know, and we, no matter where you go in the world, it's one plus one is two, one, two, three is a normal order. And so those are, it's a universal constant. And so when, when our uh, father, Allah, um, came to the youth, he would talk to them about their ages. Like if they were 17, he'd be like, that's knowledge God, you know? And, and, and it would mean something. And they, if their name was James, you know, that's justice, Allah, mastery, quality, self. And they, that means something. Let's, let's talk about what that means. If they, had, if they had like a 12 on their shirt, you know? What does 12 mean? And so for people that's not like, you could get this anywhere. Like anywhere, anywhere in the world, you can look at life mathematically, right? So the beauty of this culture was that we're a community of people that we ask each other how you see today's mathematics. You know, what, what, uh, what, do, you, what do you bring to the table? It's, it's not just, a, it's like that we're just picking on each other. We're looking for edification. We want to be built up. We want to know like, yo, what do you have to offer me that I can grow off of and, and, and do something new with this understanding? Because you'll understand you've been spending years, who knows how long, just manifesting it. And I want to get some of it. So now we're really sharing. See, this is, see, everything we've seen on social media and everything we've seen on the internet is based off of real natural culture. That's why we like it. it like, social media uses the words that every human really cares about. Friends, likes, what? Hmm. What you like and your friends? These are two basic things that everybody wants, but... They can't possibly exist in this little rectangle box, can they? There's no way I can really experience likes and friends from this thing. You know? That's I can cool. like some food I'm eating, but if I see a picture of food I like, I'm not really liking the food. I like that you posted it. Like I'm glad you're yeah. eating it. I hope there's a real person that's enjoying this somewhere. But over time, the bots are going to be making the content. It's not going to even be real food or a real person posting the food. It's going to be a simulation of food that we're just going to indulge in and be like, yeah, this is the food I like. And you know how I know? Because don't our kids play with toys on YouTube already? They've mm. skipped playing with the actual toy to imagine another kid playing with the toy. Yeah. They've already started having a virtual experience already. That's crazy. It, that's how you know it. So the writing's on the wall. So when I be telling people, be careful... And people be looking at me like, but I need my drugs. And I'm like, I do too. But I do drugs. I'm not a drug addict. There's a difference. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. I, I wanted to say ironic, ironic that he said millennial 
about the memes and everything. Um, they just had the New Millennium Tour, and uh, Pretty Ricky Spectacular has a company that makes memes. Yeah, yeah, in the tech world. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's wild. A meme is, the origin of the word meme is memetic. Memetic. Me- memetic, all right? So something that is memetic, it comes from science, okay? So it actually comes from the world of vi- viruses. All right, it comes from the world before technology. It comes from the world of 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 of, of medicine and, and and virology, because when something travels virally, it has uh, the ability. It might have. It might and often has the ability to reproduce itself mimetically. It memes. It 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 it, it looks at something and it copies it. Mimic. Yeah, mimic, mimic these, and meme come from the same root. These right. words are so important. You got a supreme alphabet. You got to understand the science of language. We got a lesson called the English C lesson. It's like we, we, that's why God's break down words. What's knowledge? To know the ledge. And yeah, we break it down every, because there's a thousand different ways to look at it. So we end up with, a, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll hit on something that really make a lot of sense. <laughs> so the, a viral idea, if you are not the author of that idea, you have to be concerned with why that idea is being attempted to be implanted in your head virally. Because you're becoming a new being composed of not just your own natural ideas and inclinations, but also those things that you think you have to participate in because society dictates. For example, you can't say like certain things without upsetting the internet, as you experienced, right? So mm-hmm. you already experienced repression. Like, you can't have a weird viewpoint. It's too weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could actually, low-key, you could like Kanye's cadence. You could say Jay-Z's too monotonous. You know what I mean? Kanye got a more of a gospel feel. You might like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, and, but the repression is, you're a homo for saying that. And then somebody else is going to become be like, you're a homophobe for saying homo. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Is, now everybody's getting policed. Yeah. This make everybody scared to even speak the truth. Yeah. So if we thought, wow, we're going to have a world of internet, everybody's, it's going to be cameras everywhere. But you're not going to be able to tell the truth. Exactly. Exactly. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. You're a young boy. Yeah, but... but, but and young boys and girls are a young boy and an asshole, too. Don't mean, don't mean that he's right. Yeah, we... Listen, listen, listen. Are we going to... We go, we go, we Listen, we're going to do that. We're going to talk about episode. that, and then we're going to get up out of here. I, d- I did want to get his opinion because yeah. on him, I would like on, to on see I want to talk about Old Town Road. That's, That's my fine. new favorite song. Yeah. Please, Yo. let's talk about Old Town yeah. Road. That's ill, too. How they just trying to sit, cut him out of some it's shit. Sure. Billy Ray Cyrus is a real one. Billy Ray Cyrus All right, let me tell this story why I like this story. I'm going to tell my version of it why I like it, right? You know I'm a writer, so the beautiful thing about being a writer is you can tell stories the way you like. All right. So, Old Town Road. Young boy making his music. You know what I mean? This is what we do. We entrepreneurs, we come up with something, we make a song. He made a song, country song. Wasn't country enough for Billboard. Why? Because he's young and black. Right? That's it. It was if you listen to it, it's a country song. Yeah. But Billboard took it off. Man, what I love about this story is that Billy Ray Cyrus said, I'ma hop on this thing, and now it's back on Billboard. Right? So people were saying in the comments, Billy Ray Cyrus just ended racism. Right now, the reason why they're saying that, which is why it's a touching story, is because if you think about it, who will listen to country? White people. people. But what is the only music industry bigger than hip hop? Country, Country. because there's a lot of white people in this country. 
right? And if they not listen to country, they listen to hip hop. And it's a divide. If you listen to country, you don't listen to hip hop. If you listen to hip hop, you don't listen to country. It wasn't Billy Ray Cyrus that broke the barrier. It was Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X with his black indigenous genius. Huh? He did break he did it he did break the barrier. He did. He he did. He fucked it up. It, hey, how? It's a, Nelly, that, that's my brother. It was a controversy of it. It was a controversy yeah. of that shit when, when Nelly did. Nelly was first, but he didn't do a trap. And he didn't. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, you have to. But that, and not so only that, but he had the girls shaking their butts. It wasn't a country feel. It was a club song. The, he made club country. Yeah. Nelly. Country make you cry. Nelly has never... I yeah, never heard it, homie. It was, must not been on the yeah, radio. You, no, no, it was... Oh, oh, listen, Nelly's my homie, but that one didn't hit the... All right, y'all must have... See, that's Midwest. See, They're not from the Midwest. I but, didn't hear it. But, but here's oh, the thing, it. and this is, this is where, you know, I have a hang-up about it, and I, I, don't, I don't know, I just look at it differently, because I feel like that's a segue for them to finally take over rap. Because everything is a segue for them to do business and take over everything. Weed, rap, everything is a rap. Everything we gonna have to come up with a new music form right now. Um, rap is a rap. Rap is over. <laughs> hip hop is 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 hip hop is a culture, but rap as a music form is now belongs to white people like jazz, rock and roll, opera, everything. I don't hum- think it's there yet. Though. Hum- I don't think it's there yet. It's it's listen. I think about thirty years down the line. So I'm just speaking for the babies, babies. I'm thinking about my my children are gonna be celebrating a new music form. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Of now we could be old heads and hold on to whatever we was into, or we can be part of the wave that brings in the new form. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's gonna be a mix of Afrobeat, hip hop, yeah, trap, and electro- electro- electronic music. That all, there's gonna be a combination of all that. Uh, I will agree with that. That's the challenge. That's why you have to be uh, the author of it. They follow. Right. The fact that the, I feel like this, and I haven't heard the song, but just from listening to the few sentences y'all said, it sounds like they were more afraid of we, we taking over because we take over whatever. Absolutely. That's homie. But you know, I look we at take even over. the wickedness when I see so, that. I'll be like, I we gonna use that. You know what they were scared. We of. use everything. I just, I just see some white kid. Putting a 808 on a country record and they make it the biggest thing. That ever. is fine. That will only happen. That is, listen, that's always happened. Well, that will only happen if a yeah, black producer country, does it first. With country, it, yeah. that will that's, only they, happen. that's what they do. So if, no, if, if it works it, for it, one, it could work for ten. It only happens, bro, if we do it first. If we don't like it, they don't like it. It's already happened. That's the that's why we like it right now. We, but we like it. That's the point. No, what I mean, what I like, I mean Mike will doing it. Like it I mean, what I, I mean else. Mike will doing it. I mean uh, 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 Metro Boomin doing it. I'm talking about the people who celebrity, the producers that we, you know. It's gonna be a 14 year old. It's gonna be 14 year olds making the new wave of music. As long as you create the sauce, they can never take it. Because by the time they get on something, they're creating something different. Just like you, you just, hold on, hold on. He just named, hold on, listen. He just named, what, 18 different genres of music that they so-called take, right? What we do? We Make came it. up with something else. Always. Hip-hop ain't always been around. 
Soon as enough, soon, they jump, always jump on stuff late. So once they grab it, it's even with like, uh, I'm a dabbing or something. We do it for a year or two, then they start doing what we do. Right. Now we doing yeet or we doing, we yeah. always, long as you are creating. As soon as they touch it, we can't do it no more. Everybody <laughs> in the world is bearing witness to the African drum. This is in the creating. Long as you are the creator, they can never, cause they, they don't have that. They can only copy what you put out there. Yeah, that's Zeus don't talk like that. Yeah, yeah I love it. No, Zeus don't know, talk like that, baby. So we gonna bring, we gonna bring out everybody's so energy, to me, bro. Listen hey, to me, Zoo. bro. You gonna sell them songs you got then? Hey, Zeus, Zeus. So look, Zoo's I didn't around me too long, and I've been I around Zeus too the music. long. We hear music look. coming together, like Devito. Yeah. He on the radio now because people is listening to Afrobeat. That shit cold. Like, there's a mix happening. Dancehall, Afrobeat, and hip hop have a drum. And it's just a different beats per minute. It's a, just a different BPM. Fact. But yeah, he be, Drake. Drake took that. He took that. He, 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 grabbed, he grabbed that Absolutely. sauce though. He jumped on that wave. He jumped on that wave. It's too tech. It's, too, it's, it's not the right. It's not the right uh, frequency. Walking Lil Jon eating on bro. Like I think he just, ate off it and then he left. Because he wasn't still doing it. Lil Jon. Old head. Lil Jon still doing it. Wayne still doing it. Uh, nah. Flock is still nah, EDM soul has no soul to it. It's got a beat, but no soul. And EDM, and you must be making it. Shaq's doing it. If the culture don't say it's a go, it's not a go. And unfortunately, the culture is being controlled by social media. So social media don't say it's a go. Bad Baby going to make a song, and it's going to be a go. Facts. Facts. Yeah, no, hold on. Yo, we got to. God damn it. Before we go. We gonna play this or that with you, big dog, real quick. Okay. So this or that, I'm gonna give you some options, man. You, you choose one or the other, right? Knowing or understanding. Understanding. Peace or prosperity. Peace. Friends or family. Family. J Cole or Lupe Fiasco. J Cole. Time or talents. Time. Speed up or slow down. Speed up. New Jersey Drive or Paper Soldiers? New Jersey Drive. <laughs> Lit. Club, club or Kickback? Club. James Bond or Shaft? James Bond. All right. Cash or credit? Credit. Unity or Solitary? Unity. IHOP or Waffle House? Waffle House. <laughs> Facts. Last one, man. Uh, books or documentaries? Books. All right, cool. I give you a, I give you a did you know cut. Really? Hey, this this episode was too heavy. The episode was too heavy. I'm sorry, I didn't know. You know. Fact. I got you, cuz. Did you know? In the case of an emergency, a Crayola crayon can be used as a candle and will burn for about 15 minutes. Facts. You knew that? Yeah, shut up, man. Life hacks, right? Life hacks. Life, hacks. life hack my ass. <laughs> Why you get mad when people know the shit? Did you know in a century's time, Islam had converted one third of the world? Yeah. We could have talked about that too. It'd been a whole nother hour. Facts. Man, you gotta come back, man. For real. You gotta come back. You are officially yeah. a friend of the show. Every time For something real. deep happens, yeah, we better call stop him. calling me out on the school night, man. My little girl gotta go to school tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, real. man. Facts. See, yeah, we man. shoot on Mondays, man. Good love, man. Look, man. All right, all right.
I got you, cuz. Ah, you came good. up with them. <laughs> All right, well, we finna go ahead, get up out of here. I go by the name of Big Will. And I'm Keith Jones, Mr. Did You Know. Let everybody know where they can find you at, brother. com. SupremeUnderstanding.com. We got classes coming up at the Solutionary Institute, opening a school out here, um, opening a museum in Atlanta. That's what's Supreme up. SupremeUnderstanding.com. Why you ain't get stuck on the uh, money like Dr. Umar? Man, why you got me over here? At the last minute? Buggy, we gotta go. At the buzzer. That's a buzzer, Peter. At the buzzer? You know I mean? playing them kind of games? I'm trying to call my little girl up here to say peace. Uh, ask me the controversial <laughs> question. Yeah, bring, 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 bring the princess up here, man. Let everybody see. see. You, want, you don't want to be on camera? No. Oh. Me, hey, me neither. Right. They forced me to do this. All right, we out of here. One up, twice. Stay classy.